Good morning. It's good to be with you this morning as we uh, continue in James today. For those of you who are watching online or watching uh, through Facebook or YouTube, you'll notice I've changed spots. I decided I wanted to kind of, you know, I, I've been playing around with this um, video for a while, trying to, and podcast for a while, trying to figure out what the best way to do it would be. And um, for a long time, I sat in my recliner in my office or my chair in my office, that was my granny's chair that I love so much. And I like that. Um, but I don't know, it just felt, I don't know, I looked like I was uncomfortable. And then I said, well, let me stand. You know, Tim Rigby from church got me a little, have a little, you can probably see a little bit of light in my classes, uh, a little bit of ring light, uh, which has been helpful. But I didn't feel totally comfortable standing up. Like I was preaching. I'm trying not to preach. I'm just trying to have a conversation with you about scripture. And so um, I thought, you know what would look nice maybe or feel nice? Um, a little chair, a, a little a little table to sit at. So I found a little spot upstairs uh, in this in the in the in the um, Sunday school building. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to take my recorder up here and I'm going to record up here. So for those of you who are podcasting, this is a pointless conversation I'm having with you right now. But for those watching in video form, I wanted to just kind of explain why I'm in a little bit different spot. And I'm going to try this for a season, see if I like it, see if you like it. And if I like it, I'll keep it. If I don't, I won't. So um, so we'll, we'll, we'll live into this for a little bit and see how it goes. So anyway, um, we're picking up today. With James chapter three, we're, you know, yesterday we talked about um, James and the, um, the the taming of the tongue, the great passage. That, as I said earlier, we could have spent, you know, we could have spent weeks uh, talking about taming the tongue. These last two sections, we could have just spent an eternity unpacking those two. Um, but today we're going to pick up with James chapter three, verses to the end of the chapter three, thirteen through eighteen. So James three thirteen through eighteen. And James writes these words. Who is wise and understanding among you? Show your good life by your works. That show by your good life that your works are done with gentleness, born of wisdom. But if you have bitter, bitter envy and selfish ambition in your heart, do not be boastful and false to the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, and devilish. That's devilish. I don't like that phrase. For where there is envy and selfish ambition, there will also be disorder and wickedness of every kind. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without a trace of partiality or hypocrisy. And the harvest of righteousness is sown in peace for those who make peace. Um, I said something yesterday when I was talking about the tongue, where I said that um, how we talk to people and how we talk about people shows a lot um, about who we are and what's in the heart. Today's word, today in the passage, we see a word several times. Gentle. Show your good life. So by your good life that your works are done with gentleness, born of wisdom. And it says, verse 17, but wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle. Willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without a trace of partiality or hypocrisy. We're not gentle in our world, are we? We're not willing to yield, are we? We live in an unyielding world. We live in a world of, uh, I, I say that uh, for society to function at Walmart, Somebody's got to be willing to move their cart down the aisle when somebody's coming at them. Because if both sides just stand there with their cart going at each other, it's a game of chicken. 
and Walmart's going to shut down because nobody can get through the aisles. The wisdom it says here, who is wise and understanding? Show by your good life that your works are done with gentleness. Verse 17, but the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruit, without a trace of partiality or hypocrisy. I think we live so much by the wisdom of the world, which is a wisdom of winners and losers, a winner's uh, a wisdom of getting my way, a wisdom of what I want, um, that we're afraid sometimes to live by the wisdom of God's world, which is a wisdom that when we understand God's gentleness, when we understand God's mercy, when we understand God's grace, it make, I believe it makes us more gentle. I believe we are more gentle when we live our life and we live our very being through God's understanding, when we live by God's wisdom. Because God is gentle with us. I love, I love the book of Ruth in the, um, in the Old Testament because it's a story of gentleness and of, of, of hesed, of God's goodness, God's redemptive kindness. How it's God's kindness that redeems well, God's redemptive kindness is what actually redeems Naomi. But Boaz has redemptive kindness towards Ruth. And so we see in the story of Ruth that this redemptive kindness of God is portrayed through Boaz. And because of that, Ruth is redeemed literally by Boaz. But then Naomi is redeemed, redeemed spiritually and emotionally by what has happened in the Smiths. And it all comes down to that notion of gentleness. Now, y'all, gentleness is not weakness. In fact, I would argue in this world we live in where everybody's mean and angry at all times and everybody's upset about something at all times to turn the other cheek is a sign of strength. To be gentle with others is a sign of strength. To live by the wisdom of God is a sign of strength. Um... And this gentleness, this strength, it comes not from earthly wisdom or from earthly ability or from an earthly mindset, but it comes from God's wisdom. So who is wise among you? So by your good life that your works are done with gentleness, born of wisdom. But if you have, by the way, and, and let's talk about what he says is the problem here. In bitter envy, selfish ambition. He says here, um, for where there is envious and selfish ambition, there will be disorder and wickedness of every kind. Pride, envy, selfish ambition, those are destructive because those make us not want to love each other, not help each other. If I'm competing with you for something, if I'm envious of you, I want what you have. If I have ambition to win above all costs, if I have ambition to conquer above all costs, then I'm not going to consider you as a person. So I think one of the things we have to work, work with in our life, y'all, is this notion of envy. I know for me, I, I, try to, I try to check my envy, check my pride, check my desiring what others have, uh, and try to just be happy with what I have. I don't want to envy another person, their house, their car, their career, their whatever. God's given me what God's given me, and I'm thankful for it. And I want to be content with it. But if we're envious and we're 
have selfish ambition, that's going to stir up discord and disunity and, and conflict. And the wisdom of God says, no, no, in God I have enough. In God I have all that I need. In God's will, in God's way, in God's economy, in God's life, I have more than enough. So I don't need to be envious of them. And then if I'm not envious of them, I can love them. And if I don't have selfish ambition towards them, then I can love them. I can be gentle. I can be kind. I can be loved. But do you see where this gentleness comes from? It's not an act of will. This gentleness is not an act of will. But this gentleness comes from understanding through God's wisdom, where our life is found, where our heart is found, where our purpose is found. So the gentleness that we desire does not come from me just saying, tomorrow I'm going to be more gentle. But the, the gentleness that we seek comes from God's wisdom, which then is a gift of the Holy Spirit. So the pathway to gentleness, the pathway against these things is to be grounding ourselves in God's word and the Holy Spirit and listening for God. But if we don't ground ourselves in these things, if we don't ground ourselves in the word of God and the spirit of God, we will not, not only will we not be gentle, but then our darker impulses will, will, will come up and we will have envy and selfish ambition and things such as that. So I think this is a good check for us today, friends. Do you have a spirit of gentleness in your, gentleness in your life? Or do you have a spirit of, of envy and of selfish ambition? And if we have if we have selfish ambition and envy, then let's make sure that we're getting our wisdom from God. How do we do that? We ground ourselves in the Word and in the Spirit. So, I think spending time in God's Word every day is a great check on that. So today, I'm praying for you. I'm praying that you find in yourself gentleness. That we foster gentleness, gentleness within ourselves. That we desire to be gentle, and that gentleness comes from God's wisdom. So, hey, thanks for being with us today. I hope you enjoy these times and 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 um, James together. We've got, got a little bit longer, so we won't be through with this for a while, but um, I'm enjoying James. So thanks for being with us. Uh, comment below. Shoot me a message. I'd love to hear any feedback from about the content. Or, hey, if you're watching online, how you like the new, the new setup? I hope this is uh, – I, I like it a little better, but, you know, that's just me. So, hey, thanks for being with us today. We'll see you in the morning as we continue with James. Have a great day.